a great and wondrous sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with a moon under her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his heads. His tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. Now the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that he might devour her child the moment it was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. Now the woman fled into the into the desert to the place prepared for her by God which she might be taken care of for three and a half years. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back but he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray, he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Then there came a loud voice from heaven saying, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice you heavens and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and to the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury because he knows that his time is short. Now when the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for in the desert where she'd be taken care of for three and a half years out of the serpent's reach. But then, from his mouth, the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and to sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman, and he went off to make war against the rest of her offspring. those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had seven heads and ten horns with ten crowns on its horns and on each head a blasphemous name. Now the beast I saw resembled a leopard but had feet like the, those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his throne and his power and great authority. Now one of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was astonished and followed the beast. Men worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshiped the beast and asked, who can wait make war against who is like the beast? I mean, who could make war against him? Now the beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise his authority for three and a half years. 
he opened his mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name in his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. And he was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. And he was given authority over every nation, tribe, people, and language. All the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All whose names have not been written in the book of life belonging to the Lamb from the creation of the world. He who has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword he will be killed. This calls for patience, endurance, and faithfulness on the part of the saints. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, but he spoke like a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf, and he made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And he performed great and miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men. Now, because of the signs he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast, he deceived the inhabitants of the earth. He ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And he was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that it could speak. And it caused all who refused to worship the image to be killed. He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now this calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is man's number. His number is six, six, six. Then I saw the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him, 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. <laughs> and I heard a sound from heaven, like the roar of rushing waters, and like loud peals of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of harpists playing their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. See, these are those who do not defile themselves with women, for they kept themselves pure. They were purchased as firstfruits to God and to the Lamb. They follow the Lamb wherever he goes. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Then I saw an angel flying in midair, having the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. 
Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. Now a second angel followed him and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink of the maddening wine of her adulteries. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships a beast at his image or receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. He will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast in his image. Or for anyone who receives the mark of his name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Right. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. Then I looked, and there before me was a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was one like a son of man, with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then I saw an angel coming out of the temple. He called in a loud voice to him who was seated on the cloud. He said, take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel came out of the temple, and he too had a sharp sickle. Still another angel who had charge of the fire came from the altar. He called in a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, take your sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine, because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathered its grapes, and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. They, they were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as a horse's bridles for a distance of 180 miles. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, the seven angels with the seven last plagues, last because with them God's wrath is completed. And I saw what looked like a sea of glass mixed with fire and standing beside the sea, those who had been victorious over the beast and his image and over the number of his name. They held harps given them by God and sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. It's Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. 
True and just are your ways, O King of the ages. Who will not fear you, O Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this I looked, and in heaven the temple, that is, the tabernacle of the testimony, was opened. And out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen and wore golden sashes around their chest. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the temple, it was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Then I heard a loud voice coming from the temple. It said to the seven angels who had the seven plagues, go and pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land and ugly and painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and, and worshipped his image the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea and, and it turned into blood like that of a dead man and every living thing in the sea died the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and on the springs of water and they became blood and I heard the angel in charge of the water say you are just in these judgments, you who are and who were the Holy One, because you have so judged. For they have shed the blood of your saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink, as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the sun was given power to scorch people with fire. They were seared by the intense heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify him. Now the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. Men gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are spirits of demons performing miraculous signs and they go out to the kings of the world to gather them together for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel 
poured out his bowl into the air. And there came a loud voice from the throne saying, it is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. I mean, no quake, earthquake like it has ever occurred since man has been on earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great city was split into three parts and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones of about a hundred pounds each fell upon men. And they cursed God on account of the plague of hail because the plague was so terrible. Now one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls, he came and he said to me, come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits on many waters. With her, the kings of the earth committed adultery and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit to a desert. There, I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and 10 horns and 10 crowns on its horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. She, she held a golden cup in her hand filled with abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. This title was written on her forehead, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. But then the angel said to me, why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast she rides, which has the seven heads and 10 horns. The beast you saw once was, now is not, and yet will come up out of the abyss and go to its destruction. The inhabitants of the earth, whose names have not been written in the book of life, belong to the lamb that was slain from the creation of the world, will be astonished when they see the beast, because he once was, now is not, and yet will come. Now this calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, the other has not yet come, but when he does come, he must remain for a little while. Now the beast who once was and now is not and yet will come is an eighth king. He belongs to the seven and is going to his destruction. The 10 horns you saw are 10 kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beast. They have one purpose and will give their power and authority to the beast. They will make war against the lamb, but the lamb will overcome them because he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, the waters you saw 
where the prostitute sits are peoples, nations, multitudes, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire, for God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to give their power to the beast until God's words are fulfilled. Now the woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Then I saw another angel coming down from heaven. The earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a loud voice he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She's become a home for demons and a haunt for every evil spirit, a haunt for every unclean and detestable bird. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. For her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she is given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torture and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit as queen, I am not a widow, and I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. Now when the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury, they see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her, terrified at her torment. They will stand far off and cry, Whoa, whoa, oh great city, oh Babylon, city of power. In one hour your doom has come. Now the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood, and, and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and, and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh, and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, and horses and carriages, and bodies and souls of men. They will say, the fruit you long for is gone from you. All your riches and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. And the merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will say, whoa, whoa, oh great city, dressed in fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Now every sea captain and all who travel by ship the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, was there ever a city like this great city? They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning cry out, whoa, whoa, oh great city, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour, 
Her doom has come. Rejoice over her, O heavens. Rejoice, saints and apostles and prophets, for God has judged her for the way she treated you. <laughs> then a, a mighty angel picked up a large boulder the size of a millstone and he threw it into the sea and he said, with such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, flute players and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No workman of any trade will ever be found in you again. The voices of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. No light of a lamp will ever shine in you again. Your, your merchants were the world's great men. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of the saints and the prophets and of all who have been killed on the earth. After this, I heard what sounded like a great multitude in heaven shouting, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. And again they shouted, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. And the four living creatures, the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones before God, they fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Hallelujah. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him both small and great. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder shouting, Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come. And his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. Let this, I, I fell at the feet of the angel who had been showing these things to me. But he said to me, do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers the prophets. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Then I saw heaven standing open and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. Now with justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head he has many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows, but he himself is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. Now the armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, bright and clean. Out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter, he treads the fury of the winepress of the wrath of God Almighty. 
on his robe and on his thigh he has this name written king of kings and lord of lords then i saw an angel standing in the sun who cried out in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair he said come gather together for the great supper of god so that you may eat the flesh of kings, generals, and mighty men, of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against the rider on the horse and his army. But the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who had performed the miraculous signs on his behalf. With these signs he had deluded those who received the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest of them were killed with the sword that came out of the mouth of the rider on the horse, and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand a great chain and having the key to the shaft of the abyss. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. And I saw thrones on which was seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony for Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast and his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or their hands. See, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. And the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. <clears throat> this is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who have part in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. Now, when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison and he will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together for battle. In number, they are like the sand on the seashore. They marched across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it earth and sky fled from his presence and there was no place for them and I saw the dead great and small standing before the throne and books were opened another book was opened which is the book of life the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books 
The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them, and each person was judged according to what he had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said to me, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost from the spring of the water of life. He who overcomes will inherit all this. And I will be his God. And he will be my son. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues, he came and he said to me, come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high. And he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God. And its brilliance was like that of a, a very precious jewel, like a jasper, as clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates and with 12 angels at the gates. Now on the gates were written the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three in the north, three in the south, and three in the west. The wall of the city had 12 foundations and on them were written the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Now the angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city, its gates, and its walls. The city was laid out like a square as, as long as it was wide. He measured the city with the rod 
and he found it to be 1,500 miles in length and as wide and high as it is long. He measured its wall and it was 215 feet thick by man's measurement, which the angel was using. The wall was made of jasper and the city of pure gold, like transparent glass. Now I did not see the, the, the foundations of the, the city were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topacitan, chrysophrasy, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. Now the great street of the city was of pure gold, as pure as glass. Now I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city doesn't need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit and yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. See, no longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. The angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants of things that must soon take place. Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is he who keeps the words of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, do not do it. I'm a fellow servant with you and with your brothers the prophets and of all who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book because the time is near. Let him who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let him who is vile continue to be vile. But let him who does right continue to do right. And let him who is holy continue to be holy. Behold, 
I am coming soon, and my reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to go through the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright morning star. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come! And let him who hears say it, Come! Whoever is thirsty, Let him come. Whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone takes words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen.